0: I, uh, my son is graduating from bottles to sippy cups, and so I have my sippy cup this morning. He calls out my sippy cup. So, I would just like to pray before we begin our message this morning. So, Father God, um, we just thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and for your love. Lord, we just thank you, Father, for this service today, God, just for the presence that we've experienced, for the just for how you've already ministered to us through uh, through the worship and through what the, was shared during worship time. And, and each and every person that's been up here, God, there's just been testimonies and all of the goodness of God is just uh, so rich and so present today. And We just thank you for that. Lord, as we come to your word and come to just share some thoughts this morning, God, we just believe we received the help of the Holy Spirit to um, open our understanding, open, open my understanding, Lord, just to, to be able to share and, and give the right examples and the the pictures, God, that are going to help us to understand uh, just how much you love us and how much of the good things of God that you just want to just lavish on us so richly every single day. We just thank you for this. We praise you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So um, I have a little video that I'd like to just just to start with to kind of set the stage for my message this morning. So anytime you guys are ready... This will be very familiar to you. Can you hear me now? Good. Can you hear me now?
1: How do you build America's largest wireless network? Can you hear me now? Good. By never being satisfied. Can you hear me now? Good. Until no matter where you go. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Your call goes through.
0: Can you hear me now? Good.
1: Verizon Wireless. We never stop looking for you.
0: It's a simple, simple phrase, but how many of you have said that yourself? when you're using your cell phone and you're moving from here to there. And it's like, I have found a few places that that man has not been. <laughs> have you ever been to Laverne? <laughs> no offense to the Laverne crowd, you know, but I lived in Buffalo. So Buffalo's a tiny burg. And, uh, and whenever I first would go there for vacations, the reception was very poor. And I think eventually they put a cell tower not too far from you know the town. And So when I finally moved there the first time, then... It was like, I had one bar. It was so exciting. <laughs> I had to be in the right place in the house for it to work, but I had one bar. It was awesome. Um, this morning, we're going to actually use that whole thing of the technology t- to kind of give us an example. And God is so amazing in how he can put things together and, and how we can have natural examples in our natural world that help us understand um, his heart and just Certain things. We'll, you'll see that as we go through this morning. Um, you, can, you can go ahead to the next slide, Bobby. Next one. You know, um, we have... <laughs> Bobby should have checked with pastors. What, you know, you're not supposed to do commercials, but can you do reviews? Can you do <laughs> no plugs for brands and things like that? We just did a Verizon commercial. How much more blatant could that be? We, the internet service that, that we have at our house... Jody and I, we make a joke that we should get probably one to two days a month free because we don't have service. And, um, you know, what good is it to have internet service and it's not working? You know, But we pay for it 30 days a month or however many days a month. And um, if we had satellite or cable TV, and many of you may have had this experience, when the reception's not working or something's not right, are you satisfied with that? Are you going to let it go from day to day? Now, see, as, you know, now I might be able to let it go from day to day, but Jody has a few shows that she likes. (laughs) And I have a few shows, too. So it's not not one-sided, but she's in the children's church this morning, so I can get away with some (laughs) things this morning. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I I would hear about it right away. Have you called them yet? And um, because pretty much, you know, there might be a few little troubleshooting steps that we can do ourselves, but... We're going to have to call the company. If it's not working, we have to contact the manufacturer and the company. Bobby, if you can go ahead and go to the next slide. We get so used to having access to information. There are times where, you know, uh, we have a prayer meeting here on Wednesdays at noon. And if the Internet is down, we're just like, uh, like, dead in the water. Because we look up, we, we get historical things. What's this? What's that? You know, what happened then, you know? So we love to have access to information. If it's that important to us in the natural, how much more important should it be to us to receive the spiritual information that God has for us? If we would, we wouldn't go one day. It's like a few minutes. I mean, unless, you know, when we call, most of the time they say there's already a technician or whatever dispatched, you know, so. But we call. (laughs) We don't let it go without calling. I don't know about you. Maybe you're just content to, to not have signal, but <clears throat> we call. But when it comes to the things of God, sometimes um, we, can, we can get lax, especially if we're not used to getting signal. I'm going to use that term, but I think everybody understands what I mean. If you're not used to hearing from heaven and you're not used to getting messages from the Lord, and I'm not just talking about prophetic revelation and prophetic insight, thank God for the prophets, That God has information. He wants to get so desperately to each and every one of us. To each and every one of us every single day. There are days that it might be something that, you know, we're wandering through. And it's because for those women, there is a shopping anointing. That you'll be in the right place at the right time for that sale, for that item that you've been looking for. How many can give a witness? Okay, this isn't just me. How many has that happened to? Where God has placed you just at the right time, the right place, to get that deal. That's a God thing. That's a God thing. Sometimes it's, it's unimportant. I mean, not that that's unimportant. The women are like, that's important? What are you talking about? But sometimes it's something like that. But sometimes it's a matter of life and death. I have heard testimonies of pastors and preachers who go into areas to witness and evangelize and and they're you know they get beat up and bad things happen and it's like you know or they get into parts of town and they'll tell afterwards well i kind of had a feeling that i shouldn't go today <laughs> sometimes so so god has signals <laughs> he's trying to get to us <laughs> you know so this the can you hear me now the real important one is that's god asking us can you hear me now can you hear me now because his signal reaches everywhere. <laughs> his signal, re- he doesn't have, what are those blank spots? You know, there's the map they love to show on the commercials with all those blank spots. Well, I live in the panhandle, so I can't hear from God. No, there are no blank spots on his map. So um, I think you've gotten ahead of me. So, uh, so there's, God has lots of different ways of getting information to us. And uh, it used to be that I could count on everybody having this big book in their lap. But nowadays, you might have something that looks more like this or an iPad or a Kindle. And God's Word is amazing. It is. But do you know there's more? Do you know that you can go into God's Word and it will not tell you whether or not you should smoke. Not meaning to step on anybody's
1: toes, but
0: anyway, we'll quickly move on to get away from that one. Okay, you're not going to be able to open God's word and say, thou shalt marry blank. Are you? Okay. But God still has that information for us. He still wants to get that information to us. So the printed page is awesome. God's word is an awesome source of information, and yes, some of you are probably going. But He can speak to us through His word, and you're right. He can, you know, because He can use the pictures and examples and word in God's word. But it's going to take the Holy Spirit to help understand what He's trying to get across to you. Okay, how many people have ever read their Bible and did not get a thing from it? Okay, I've been there. I've been there. So the printed page is awesome. God's words is an awesome source of information. But God has more for every one of us. Go ahead, Bob. So I'm just going to share just, uh, this is from the Old Testament. But I just wanted to, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but I just wanted to share that this has been God's heart. And I could have used a whole slew of scriptures. This desire of God, you know, we could have started with, with God walking with Adam and Eve in the garden. His whole heart is to communicate. As Tatum was up here talking about how much God loves us, how much fun is it to have a lover who never talks to you? How many of you husbands and wives would still be sitting with your husband and wife here today if they never talked to you? And yet sometimes in our relationship with the Lord, we have such low expectations. Doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> but if you've if you've bought that you don't you're not going to be able to hear the Lord very often or not going to be able to hear him at all, you've bought a lie, and it didn't come from the Lord. It did not come from God. God is sending out those signals. So here's from the Old Testament, just one example: For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. You shall weep no more. He will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry. He will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry. little encouragement. That's the opposite direction. That's your signal going to him, and he receives it. He will be gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, let's read that together. He will answer you. He will answer you. He will answer you. And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity, how many of you? Or lining up at the grocery store for any of that? Anybody want bread of adversity? Mm -mm. We're not lining up for that. We don't want that. Water of affliction? Doesn't sound like much fun. Is that part of life sometimes? Yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore. Go ahead, Bobby. Next slide. But your eyes shall see your teachers. Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way walk you in it. Whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left. Doesn't that sound good? Now, this is Old Testament. But this was the cry of my heart. I think that's probably why this message is so alive to me, is because this was the cry of my heart. Because it was like, I as walking through my life, it was like, I don't know what to do. I was one of those people where God's will was a mystery. And so this picture of, of, if you can picture it, having like your headset, some of you have those little ear thingies that, you know, sit in your ear and you can, you know, you've got this little voice in your ear, you know, but God's direction for us can be that real to where everywhere we go, whoop, turn, you know, we sing that song. This is where that song comes from, by the way. When he goes to the left, I will go to the road. When he goes to the right, Nobody's ever heard that song, I guess. Okay, but that's, this is where the, the, the Scripture comes from. So that's the Old Testament. Go ahead, Bobby. And then I just pick one from the New. These things I have spoken to you. This is Jesus speaking. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. How cool would that have been? That if you had a question for Jesus, he was just right there. I guess it wouldn't have been very cool. You guys are a tough crowd this morning. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. This is, again, Jesus speaking. That the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. There's no limit to that. We'll be spending a little time on that. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. Go ahead, Bobby, to the next slide. You know, as we, we're going to be, you know, looking at that scripture some more. Uh, but, I, but I want to kind of paint a picture first, and then we'll come back to it. So, the reason I'm spending all this time in the natural is sometimes when you talk about spiritual stuff, it's just, you know, we hear prayer, shoo. We hear Holy Spirit, shoo. You know, and it's like, well, you know, and, and I've heard part of the reason is if I use a word which... I couldn't think of one right now, but say there was a word that I used in my vocabulary that, that isn't in yours, and you would have to go look it up in the dictionary. It's, it's, a, it's a known fact that your brain, once you hear that word, it stops listening to anything else because it wants to know, what does that mean? And so if I start talking all this spiritual mumbo-jumbo, and, and you're not, you know, prayer doesn't mean anything to you, Holy Spirit doesn't mean anything to you, it just goes, shoo. You know, in your brain stops. And, and the rest of the message is, you know, what is that? Okay, you know, God has better things for us than a Charlie Brown cartoon. So that's why I'm spending time to give us some natural pictures that are going to help us to understand his communication system, how it works. Where do we fit in? What is his part? What is our part? So in the natural... Using the picture of you know, whether this is your phone or whether this is your TV, you have a signal source. And that's the first, let's see, this is moving from left to right. So in the natural, your satellite TV works this way. You have a signal source. It comes probably from the cable company, and I don't understand how that works either. So <laughs> my brain goes, you know, because you've got all these channels. It's like, well, how, how does that work? Do they send the signal to one place, and then it goes up to the... You know, anyway, I don't know about that part, but there's a signal source. Can we all agree on there's a signal source? Okay, and then it goes into outer space. Isn't this absolutely amazing? It goes into outer space, and it hits that little satellite up there, and it bounces... Not just to one dish, but if all those dishes, if your dish is pointed the right direction for those that have dish or direct TV or whatever those are, any system that uses dish, as long as it's pointed the right direction, it's going to get the signal. So, um, and that's installed on our home. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. How many are thankful for the things that we get to enjoy in modern life? Okay, so that's the picture in the natural. So you've got the signal has a source, goes through the whatever out there, bounces down back to our house. Okay, so let's go ahead. Now, God has his system too. He has information for every single one of us. If you stop and think about it with your cable TV, you've got, you know, probably way more channels than you could ever want. I mean, we have like some package that's supposed to be the the smallest one, but I think they throw in all these extra shopping channels, you know, and it's like, don't need them, you know. <laughs> anyway, if I try to watch the jewelry shopping channel, Jody's like, what are you doing, you know? It's like, but it's so pretty. Anyway, so, um, so God has, but think about God's system. God's, God's channel, you have a channel just for isn't that awesome? He has signals just for you. And he has the ability to get those signals to you. So there's the medium, the means of communication. We saw it in the John. The Holy Spirit will teach you all things. Again, I could use different scriptures, but that was just a simple one this morning. So the Holy Spirit is that medium of the a medium of communication. So God whispers if you want to picture it. You know, you know, how many people have ever played that game where you have people in a row and one person starts with a message on the other, but the Holy Spirit always gets the message right. But God the Father whispers it. Jesus whispers it to Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit whispers it to our heart. Our hearts, your heart, my heart, were created to receive those signals. You are made to receive them. Your spirit is made to hear them. Every one of us can hear the Holy Spirit and the Father's words that he has to give. So, go ahead. <clears throat> so, all of this communication system comes at no cost to the believer. Isn't that just, an, you know, God takes care of all the expense. <laughs> Could you imagine having to set up all that in the natural be pretty expensive (laughs) to have all these little things and they'd have to track where you went because everywhere you go, you know, but God's amazing. He can take care of all that. So here, I just want to share a scripture. John 14 verse 16. I will pray the father. He will give you another helper that he may abide with you, dwell with you, live in you forever. Okay. He's, he's camping out. He's camping out. He's parked the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. So when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, that Holy Spirit comes alive on the inside of us. You know, my, one of my favorite pictures, and I haven't seen the video in heaven, but I've heard preachers preach it, and maybe it's just a picture and maybe it's not 100% accurate, but if you can picture God speaking light be, into a chaotic world before creation. But imagine that when you say, Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Imagine God speaking, light be. And that light of God, that Holy Spirit of God, the life of God, all comes to live inside of us. Okay? So, um, I think there's probably maybe more of the scripture. Um, And the very end of it, it says, I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. You know, a few months ago, uh, for quite a while, this church really concentrated on that sonship message. And this is such an important part of that. I will not leave you orphans. What was Jesus' answer to the orphan spirit? Holy Spirit. You know, it's not as complicated. It's like what Tatum was sharing this morning. Sometimes we get make things so complicated. You know, I was made for loving you. It's like all the rest of it, everything flows out of that. And the Holy Spirit, there's a scripture in Romans that says that, that the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit when we say, Abba, Father. Okay, that's, that's the same idea. He's not leaving us orphans. Um, if I am your father, you know, but I never communicate with you, back to that same picture of the, you know, but that's not our, that's not our heavenly father. He's not having babies and not taking care of them, okay? That's a bad dad. Our Heavenly Father's good, okay? But again, we believe the lies of the enemy. We somehow think we're, we're you know, do you mind if I use you as an example? You know, that, that, you know, Pastor Virginia has, you know, big satellite dish on her head to receive all the signal. And, you know, and we have to go to her. But it's not true. We all can hear Our Heavenly Father loves each one of us. And if we've received Him as our Lord and Savior, His Holy Spirit lives inside of us to share and communicate and give us the information that we need every single moment of every single day. He's made it as simple as He can. (laughs) We're the ones that make it hard. All right, um, go ahead. Okay, So um, I want to emphasize this part that he'll teach us all things, and we're going to go through uh, some examples. But let's go ahead and go to the next scripture. <clears throat> and this is a very familiar scripture, and um, it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. And, and I really want to emphasize this, the stuff that he wants to teach us that we read about in... Um, and John, when it talks about the Holy Spirit teaching us all things, it's not just churchy stuff, okay? It's not just churchy stuff. It's not just so that we can understand baptism or the blood of Jesus. That that's good. And yes, we need to understand that. But do you know that your life consists of more than church? Can I get a witness? How many of you are thankful for that? Would you really want to stay here 24-7? <laughs> okay, okay. And neither God doesn't want us to stay in here either because of why. We all have families, and there's a world out there. And he desperately is wanting us to receive the information that they need, too. But we'll get to that. Okay, so it's not just churchy stuff. And this is, I could preach on this all day, and we're going to probably get done way early. Some people are going to go, hallelujah. Um, I want to just do some quick examples, though. Go ahead to the next slide, Bobby. I want to do some quick examples because I can tell you this, but I also want to tell you it's real, and it works. It works. The information that he has for us can change everything. Change everything. Um, so it can change, you know, so, so this is the amazing part and the beautiful part. God not only wants to communicate with us, but do you know that some of that communication is to help us with these relationships? Your husband, your wife, your children, grandchildren. If you're, uh, if you have a, if you're, if you're a boss, he wants you to help you understand your employees. If you're the employer, or excuse me, the employee he wants you to help you understand your boss. If you've got job situations, whatever it is, I just love this, that I love having uh, that, that government anointing in the house of that, that our Senator Marlat carries because I always just want to keep Preaching it preaching it in there that God has the answer for the deficit. Whether it's the state of Oklahoma, whether it's the national deficit, it is a little thing in God's eyes. It's a little thing. To us it's huge and insurmountable, and how are we ever gonna do anything about Obama? You know? Do you know that Obama's little compared to God? Okay? Oh, that's not in my notes, by the way. anyway, I might even, anyway, okay, so, some quick examples, some of you have heard these, some of you haven't, they're just some of my easy off the top of my head, but I can use several, Um, I want to use one with with my wife, Um, when we first, uh, we were actually already married, so we were newlyweds, and um, we had a rocky road, we had a rough road, there were some different relationships, and things, and pressures, and Things outside of the relationship. There were some things inside the relationship that were really difficult to walk through and to work through. And there was one particular point that I want to share. That this stuff just keeps going, you
1: know,
0: and um, we were in church. And earlier that week, I had been talking to my pastor, which you know you're supposed to talk to your pastor, right? And I had shared some things with him. And the next thing I know, I'm sitting in church, so I'm I'm just there like you guys. So I'm sitting here. Jody's at my side. And next thing I know, I hear the pastor telling what I told him. And I just kind of think, okay, I was used to it, okay? I'm not saying that's how preachers should do. You know, if you sit in my office, I shouldn't be telling everybody everything the next day. But I was so used to it. it was, you know, kind of like, shoo. You know? Jody was furious. And at the end of service, she just storms out. And all of you are like, all the women are like, amen, you know, go Jody, you know. You know, and the husbands can be like me. I was clueless. I did not understand. And so I'm like, hmm, I guess she didn't like the surface. <laughs> I knew something was wrong. I knew she was upset. <clears throat> she took the car. It wasn't a very long walk, but I had some time. Okay. I don't blame her for taking the car. We may have walked. We may neither one of us because we did, we, we walked. We, walk, we live close enough. We may have both walked but I can't remember now. But anyway, so she is home. I'm at the church. I have a few things I've got to do to close things out before I can go. And so I, I walked, so I'm walking home and I'm like, Lord, you're going to have to help me. I don't know what's going on. And I prayed in other tongues and i are going to be talking about that in just a little bit. So I prayed and I said, God, and all the sudden, all of a sudden, I not only saw her heart and how hurt she was because of what I had done. You know, so I saw what I did, how the information that she, I had uncovered her. By sharing something with this pastor that, that you know, he was prying, how are things going, blah, 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 whatever. I don't even remember now what it was. But, but she felt uncovered. She felt that, that, that I had betrayed her. And by the time I got home, I not only had the information, and this is important, because God doesn't want to just give you information. We don't need just information. The other thing I saw was I saw how hurt her heart was. And that was the last thing I ever wanted to do was hurt her heart. And so by the time I came in, I am feeling, we're talking about small things, you know, I I crawl in next to her because she's on the floor, weeping. And I crawl in on the floor and I get right down next to her and I begin to weep because I know. I'm not just putting on a show. I know what's in her heart. She is hurting. And I begin to pray. And I ask God for forgiveness and I ask her for forgiveness. And that's one of the only reasons Jody's even by my side today. Okay? Was it information I needed? Oh, yeah. But it was... This way, okay? Relationships this way need God information too. I want to share, and again, this is an example. Most of you are probably here in the service. I shared about the whole situation that we were having with Callan, where he he is, um, I'm, I'm on the couch. You know, I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I'm just sitting on the couch, and it's like, leave me alone, you know. But he's getting in my lap, and he's just going, bonk, bonk, bonk. But he doesn't just hit me in the forehead, which is bad enough. He hits me in the nose. Okay, and I never did have an x-ray or anything. And you, know, you guys can tell me if it looks straight or not. But, but uh, it hurt so bad, it hurt for you know, two weeks at least. Okay, so this was not just a small bump. Okay? I got mad when he goes, bam. You know, and I just was furious. So I put him in his room and I put myself in timeout because you know, I knew I couldn't. You know, and again, most of you have heard this, so I'm going to go through it real quickly. And I get on that bed, <clears throat> lay on that bed, and I'm like, "God, what's wrong with my child?" You know, any any parents is that, a, is, that a, is that a common prayer with parents? You know, and and all of a sudden the Lord just begins to show me some things, and the most important thing was that He just wants you, and it was like, "Oh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with my child." What the Lord did, though, he showed me how important. It was like a crossroads. He not only showed me that all Callan wanted was my attention, but he showed me what would happen if I didn't give Callan that attention. Okay? So I saw a movie. I saw a movie of my son if I started to push him away. I didn't like the end of that movie. So I ran in. Because I realized, and that was the next thing. The <laughs> learned, that there's nothing wrong with your son.
1: You're the problem.
0: <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Did I need that information? Yes, I did. But again, but I saw the end of the movie, didn't want it. I run in. I can go to, I can go to Calvin, and I can repent and say, what do you want to do? You know, so we probably spend a lot more time than maybe some people do together. But if that's what my son needs... Because he's not like your kids or your grandkids. He's not. And if we had other children, he wouldn't be like them either. And so, so that was that. Um, you can kind of extrapolate the other one. I, I'm going to kind of just twist this a little bit. I was an employee in an organization. I, I worked at a boys and girls club. And I had a situation with a kid. Um, this kid was normally a problem child. So I'm used to him being a problem child. Um, But one particular day, it was just over the top. And it was my lunchtime. And whatever he had done was right before lunchtime. So I said, you just sit there. I don't know what to do with you. Rah! And so he's sitting there, just, you know. And I go to, I've got like this little garage door thing. Anyway, I go sit and, and I'm outside. And I just cry out to God, what's wrong with this kid? And, um. And the Lord gave me a picture just immediately. And I knew this information in the natural. See? God sometimes doesn't have to get us the information. Sometimes we have the information, but we're just like, Glug. you know, at least I am. Maybe not you guys. But... And the Lord showed me that that child had just got a new stepdad. And that new stepdad was of a different ethnicity, and there's nothing wrong with interracial things. But, but for this particular situation... The child felt completely undone. And I, again, it wasn't just information about what the situation, I began to saw how his world was literally falling apart. He had absolutely no security at all. Mom's attention was completely, you know, when you get the new boyfriend, "Ah!" you know. And so he's completely just out the door. New boyfriend, of course, doesn't care anything for him. He's not his. Okay? These are worldly situations. These aren't church people, so don't think that these are church people doing these things. These are, you know, when you work in the world, you've got worldly people doing worldly things. And all of a sudden, I saw that boy. I felt so bad because I wasn't making it any better. You know, and again, I'm limited what I can do, but I can't pray. And I can say, hey, got to be pretty tough for you right now. And I can be understanding and give him a little slack. But I I tell you, that information can make all the difference in the world. And it's not just me. It's not just Pastor Virginia. It's not just pastors. It's not... This is not exclusive property. Okay? I did not do anything special. Okay? I didn't go to Bible school. I don't have any certificates. Okay? This is for everybody. Everybody has this. But I do want to take just a couple minutes to... um, to kind of go through something that can help. Because how many of you know that you can have a dish on your house, but if it's not hooked up to your TV, it's not going to do you any good. Okay? It can be even pointed the right direction. And it's the same way with the Holy Spirit. You can have, we can have, I can have the Holy Spirit living inside of me. Go ahead to the next slide. And if we're not connecting with Him, if we're not interacting with Him, it's not going to do us one bit of good. We can have the Holy Spirit and still go to the <laughs> internet, Google, <laughs> to try to get the information we need. I'm not saying, you know, that that's not going to help. Sometimes you can get really good information. So the communication system that God has for us that he designed, okay, get this. this is, we're talking about the communication system that God designed. Okay? This isn't us doing something. This is his design. How many of you guys were here when Grady McMurtry was here? He talks about just that astounding design of God's creation. I mean, it, it just staggers you. Know, I mean, I just get stuck with that beaver that's 20 feet tall or whatever. You know, it's just like, wow. You know, it's so cool. So in the natural, we've got some stuff to get that dish to the TV. We've got some cables. We've got some stuff. And... Um, you know, and I, anyway, go ahead. And then, you know, I, I actually did live in a house. Go ahead to the next one. I actually did live in a house that had the, the shirt. We were too cheap to pay for it. So, or I was too cheap to pay for it. I wasn't married. So it's like, yeah, it didn't do me any good. So, but I just want to give us this quick little example. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. But our heavenly prayer language that's available to each and every one of us, the heavenly prayer language that God wants to be bubbling up out of our life if we'll allow it to flow works like the cables that connect your dish to your TV. It's not that you can't ever receive any information without it. Okay, that God, God's big. We don't have to speak in other tongues. We don't have to have a prevalently prayer language in order to get that kind of information. He's, he will, because he loves us, he will put it out on television. He'll put it on radio, wherever we're listening to, if we're seeking that information, he will get it to us somehow because he's good, and because he's a good dad. But if you've got an own personal channel that's tuned into God, how, why wouldn't we want to listen to it? Why wouldn't we want to plug in? He has so much information he wants to give us. So the Holy, the Holy Spirit, the heavenly prayer language, different groups call it different stuff. So hopefully I've hit the whatever one that you can connect with. It is the way. And There's a couple scriptures from Proverbs, but we're not going to go through those. But if you are already baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit, maybe you aren't speaking as much in that heavenly prayer language. And you're kind of listening to my message going, wow, I, I really kind of would like to be able to know a little bit more about some of the situations in my life. This is the answer. This is the answer. I find, well, I've learned, you know, I've received teaching. So I've learned that if I have a situation that I do not understand, you know, instead of... (laughs) I love this example. It's from another minister. I don't remember which one... From which one. But many times we'll have a problem. We'll have a question. Okay. I'll just use a simple one. Uh, Where should I go fishing today? Okay. And we take... And we go through our file system in our brain. Look under F. I don't know where to go. Works for taxes, works for a business. Doesn't matter what your problem is. Could you have health situations? Hmm. Go through that file system in your brain. The answer might be there. But you know what? Without God's help, I wouldn't even know. The best I can do, and this is how I used to make decisions, should I move to Oklahoma, should I move to California, should I move to Oregon? Pros and cons, you know, on each one. Got a job, don't have a job, don't like the weather, whatever, and I do all the pros and cons. That did not tell me. I still didn't know what to do, okay? So this is helpful maybe for somebody. I tell you, there's something, there's a scripture, and I didn't even use it, but it talks about let peace be, one translation says, let peace be the umpire. So when I have a question, I don't know what to do. I just start praying about it. And I pray in other tongues. Sometimes I may have some stuff in English I can pray, but I will pray in other tongues. And you know what? Before long, pretty soon, the answer will start bubbling up. And I don't have to interpret it, you know, the, the scripture, I'll go ahead and read this. It says, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. Therefore, let him speak in a tongue, pray that he may interpret. Now, many of us have probably heard that scripture before. And it's, this is from the chapter that's talking about speaking in tongues in the church. And we've probably heard a dozen messages on it that, you know, probably left us more confused than we were to start with. But the important part to take away is we don't, you know, you don't have to have an interpreter there <laughs> in case you're wondering. nope, you don't need that. You got the, you' got the Holy Spirit inside you most of the time I don't get words I just know you know i don't I can't explain it for some people they do get the words some people see the Holy Spirit has made you unique But you will know and you will receive and you will understand and it will make all the difference in the world all the difference in the world I've only shared just a few little things but just just imagine, just multiply, just kind of look at your life and kind of scan. And it's like, wow, I really, wow, it would really be nice if God could do something in that situation. Just start praying about it. I've used this expression. I don't remember what it was what service it was, but there's a,
1: a, a
0: prayer warrior person advice. And, then, and, and, and again, I think I use these things. The Lord reminds me of these things because I think of them and I remember them. And maybe it'll help you remember. But when you get a situation that you're just like, pff, 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 I don't know what to do, you know. And, you know, your wife's pressuring you. Your children are pressuring you. What are we going to do? You, know, you got the devil going. What you going to do? What you going to do? Okay? We get it from all sides. Let's be real. Okay. There's this this expression, again, it's, you know, it's old Pentecost. Take it or leave it. Hit it in tongues. Okay, if you've got an obstacle, you've got a wall that you can't seem to break through, hit it in tongues. That's what the Holy Spirit's for. He is the Holy Spirit. There isn't anything too hard for God. And he has the wisdom. He has the information. And you just hit it in tongues. And you don't have to understand anything. He will bring you the understanding. And that's an important part, too. It frees it up. frees us up. You don't, you know, If we can just release those things to the Lord. You know, um, Pastor Virginia's service Wednesday night was so beautiful. Thank you so much for your ministry. But it was so good to see so many people come and release. Okay? But if any of you had things that you released, you just kind of like, I really got to do something about this, though. What, what is this thing? What can I do? Just hit it in tongues. Okay? But don't take it back. There's a difference. If you pray about it. Leave it in God's hands. Pray for the wisdom of what do I need to do. You may get back. You don't need to do anything. But if he does give you information, he does say, you know what? You need to call that person. What you did was wrong. You need to call him, and you need to apologize. Then call. He cares about the big things. He cares about the little things. Please stand. So, Father God, this morning, God, we thank you so much. Lord, I know that we kind of, this is almost an introductory message in a way, that, God, we thank you so much, that you care so much. Lord, you... Lord, I didn't even see that picture of the channels. I thank you, God, so much that you have a channel just for each and every one of us, designed for each and every one of us. And Lord, I thank you that you've gone to great expense and great trouble, Lord, in sending Jesus to the cross and doing all the things through the blood of Jesus to make it possible for the Holy Spirit to even come and be on planet Earth and to come and, and dwell believers. And Lord, I thank you that you have prayer languages and you have all those things that we need. So, God, we just praise you and thank you for your goodness, your mercy, for your love. For those that have situations today, God, we thank you that you have answers. You have answers. And you have a way to get those answers to us, Lord. We may see it. We may hear it. We may feel it. Whatever, God. But you know how to get it to us. So, Lord, today I bless your people. I bless your children, Lord, because you bless them. You bless them. Father God, there's there's a a book out called Blessed Beyond Measure. Lord, that's what we are, though. In you, God, each one of us is blessed beyond measure. Father, each one of us stands today at at the crossroads of an amazing life. Father, where everything in front of us, Father, can start to make sense, can start to have order, can start to, to have that brightness of your light shining every step of the way. We thank you for that. We praise you for that. Lord, destinies, futures. Mm. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, because it's my life and my whatever, I told a story of a church that was in Oregon that wasn't the pastors here, okay? So I didn't I did, you know, because I know that, you know, and they're sitting right here, and I probably wouldn't have told it. <laughs> they were sitting right here. But no, it was another church, another place, and I do apologize for not making that clear. Um, if you today oh okay.
1: I have a small story to tell everybody. Get my nerves up to speak to this. One day there was a man, one day there was a man uh, walking down the street holding his potatoes. Truck comes by and says, uh, Why don't you uh, hop on the back of the truck here and I'll give you a ride to to town? He goes, "Uh, uh, Sure. So holding his potatoes sitting on the back of the truck his sack of potatoes <clears throat> that's God saying turn around and drop the potatoes and I will turn around and carry all your uh, all your stuff and turn around and uh, let you be and let me control your life and just drop it all, and turn around, and be that child, and love me, and let go. So
0: if you um, would like prayer this morning, if you have situations you want people to pray with you about, or you want to receive the prayer language, if you've never prayed, you know, we'll have people, altar workers, that can minister that to you today. Other than that, you guys are dismissed. Great audience today. Lord, we bless them. We thank you, Lord, that you keep them everywhere that they go. In Jesus' name, amen.